Hey everyone, welcome back to the Cancel Podcast. My name is Bardia. I'm here with Faisal. Hey guys, what's up? And Kurosh. Hey. And Ibrahim for part two. Part two. If you guys haven't seen part one, we posted it last week. Go check that out. This is just going to be a continuation of that. Yeah. And so let's, let's get into it. Jump back into it. You guys really should watch part one first before watching this one. Yeah. yeah. Bit of a, like a, not a warm up. <laughs> so, Ibrahim, are We're, birds real? <laughs> I have this question for you. We were discussing this a few weeks ago. Let's say you're in a plane crash with a couple of friends, right? <laughs> like two, three of your closest mates. Yeah. The plane crashes. Yeah. There's like you, two of your friends, and like eight, nine other people. All right. On top of a mountain, freezing cold, no food. Right. Would you kill someone right away to eat them? Or Do we no? survive? That's the first question. Oh, you don't know. That's the whole point. No, no, no. So, so the plane oh, you crashes, you crash. so it lands. It doesn't crash. No, it crashes. No, you it crash, crashes, then we you crash. survive. You, you crash landing, yahi. Like it means like <laughs> the plane won't be able to be like, okay, guys, we're taxiing off again. Like basically, people died. You are one of the people who survived. You, two of your friends, and eight other people survived. Abdullah and someone else. Yeah, yeah. And then you know there's no food. You don't know when you're gonna survive. Like how long you're gonna last and all of that. How long before you consider cannibalism? I'm not going. I'm never gonna go for cannibalism. What if your mate on the first night kills someone and brings it to the tent? I would be so freaked out. I can't eat a human being. All right. You're a different person than we are. Guys, speaking of this, you know, (laughs) guys, speaking of this, you know, I was in Dubai prison recently. Yeah. I was not, I was not not an inmate. No. (laughs) So we were, so we're planning this whole show. I can't give too much details, but we were, we have sponsors. It's not for me. Obviously, it's under an office, and we got the permit, first people to actually get a permit to shoot a program with inmates inside Dubai prison. We went to Dubai prison, and I interviewed three murderers. One of them is a cannibal. One of them was a Chinese cannibal that killed and ate three people in Dubai. In Dragon Mart, yeah? (laughs) That was a story. No, that was a story. Oh, okay. I was like, I I heard that. Dragon Mart Chinatown story. It was it was a rumor. This was actually a thing. This was this was about twenty two years ago. This happened in two thousand two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. twenty one years ago. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So how did that go? I know you can't reveal. Honestly, all of it it, I was scared at first, but then I kind of I kind of liked the inmates. They're actually pretty cool guys. <laughs> you had a good taste? Uh, bro, the Chinese, bro, the Chinese guy's name hey, was... Hey, that you don't. Bro, the Chinese guy's but, name was Meat So Good. <laughs> but I do need to announce this. The episodes are coming out and the show's name is going to be called Damir Mustatir. Is it coming out on YouTube or is it TV It's going to be a full YouTube and we might have our own channel. Season one, season two, we might be on um, Starplay or Netflix. Oh, oh wow. sure. Right. Well, I think you should do another series called Who Dropped the Soap First? By the way, you know what I thought about the prison thing? Remember when uh, that show in the states where they like they take beyond scared straight Uh, (laughs) You see Ibrahim with a bunch of kids and going like, "Hey, so what do you like to do? You like to smoke? Okay, come, come, put him in the wall." You know why I smoke crack? You know why I smoke crack? No, but that's. Uh, well, I'm really excited for the show. It was like every every episode cool. is about one hour, so it's a one hour interview with every inmate, and all of them were murderers. The first three, obviously, it's like a maximum security type of thing. The, like okay, the so, highest level so of the Chinese guy that we interviewed is actually rated as the most dangerous inmate in Dubai prison. 
He Maybe. was the maximum security, but yeah. he was not chained up. He was walking around freely, like he didn't even have. Yeah, a not much. On. Not, not much he could there do. There were guards in the inter- interview room, obviously, but um, yeah, he was a nice guy, man. Like he showed me his paintings, and he's a pro, he's a pro. He's a pro at painting. I also told him I'm gonna buy one. He sells it for cheap prices, so I, I told him I'm. You got one. a pack of cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> Here, man. For five five singles. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's that sounds be like out. a pretty cool yeah, show, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, I'm actually excited. That. And uh, I'm so thankful that they chose me to be uh, to be the host of the show. I think. Were you scared I, at any point? I was scared with the Chinese guy only. The, so the first murderer was a British guy. Mm. The second murderer was uh, the Egyptian guy. Can you give any backstory or no? No, no, no but but um, tune in. We'll we'll plug yeah, it yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, but but the so you interview these people, right? Yeah. So I'm assuming. Do you discuss about the reasons that led them to the prison? Yeah, of course. Oh, of that's course, definitely. Yeah, you know, we talk about the crime, of course. Then oh. we talk about their first uh, first week in prison. How was it? We talk about the food in prison. We talk about the guards. We talk about other inmates. We talk about what led them to do the crime. Hmm. We talk about a lot of things. I'm actually very curious about what the it, first... What did the Chinese guy say about the <laughs> yeah, food about in prison? Food, yeah. <laughs> Very curious about that one. So imagine he has a specific taste. Yeah. <laughs> Not my choice. Him, but like, <laughs> no, I don't think he's complaining because they eat rice in Dubai prison. That was so... <laughs> so no protein. <laughs> what? That was what? That was what? Oh, we were going more of the cannibal what? angle. No, we were really like, okay, because he's eating people. You're like, no, no, I think he's good. They have rice. <laughs> no, because he's Chinese and that's what they eat. They eat rice. Yeah. <laughs> and toes up, right? And bats. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, Guys, obviously. we can't. Let's leave that there. Cannibalism, fine. That one. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, so yeah. really excited. Well, it's going to be okay. a crazy show. Uh, do you know when, when is the release date? Or not yet? Not yet. We have, okay. to, we have well, to get the approval from sponsors. Right. Yeah, but okay. uh, basically, this episode <laughs> Wait, well, who's sponsoring that show? I can't say. Yeah. It's not a cooking, like, Hello Fresh. No, sponsoring the program. I mean, sponsoring the show. People that are no, paying like for, for this yeah, to happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, the, gotcha, the ones yeah. that got us the permit. The ones mm, that are, okay. you know, I thought it was going to be like an ad. Like, the ones Hello that got Fresh. us the production team, the director, the, 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 the equipment. So, honestly, everything. I'm obsessed with, like, this, like, present serial killer show. You know, like, surprisingly, that's the, the setup took 30 minutes. Mm. They came in with, box, you know, these, like, crates. With yeah, the equipment yeah. in them, the lights, the cameras, the mics, everything. And they set up the, the whole room in 30 minutes. They're very fast guys. I think uh, I think you'll be seeing Kurosh there real soon with all these discussions about killing people and stuff. He'll be the next guest on the show. Damn. That's a joy. Bro. <laughs> bro, you just asked him. You're like, yeah, man. So if I brought you a, a person in a survival situation, not in Dragon Ball. We all like, really? that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I would never eat a person. All right, okay. your question. Well, but why? Why is that even a question? Because we were discussing it and the conclusion I came to is like, as soon as you land, you kill everyone. Why? Why not? You was brought the meat. You want the meat to be fresh, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's ice cold on top of a mountain. You just freeze it. It's fine. My but argument was also in the survival situation. I'm not so worried about the meat meat being like super fresh and tender. You know. My argument was that you kill everyone, but you keep a doctor. I feel like it's still valid. He wants to do a survey and like. What? what? You're actually not going to kill anybody if you actually had a plane crash. You will oh. actually not. If there's like it's eight people versus three, and also Ibrahim, you don't know what I you learned that. Wait, if wait, I, wait. Sorry. So if you flew with Faisal, no, Faisal no, he, on a plane, us three, us, us three on a plane. Okay, okay, and everybody else was like anorexic. Okay. Who would you kill first? Them. Fuck! Fuck off! 
No, for real. You'll kill Faisal, bro. Bro, no, it will no, no, take no. time to kill me. Between <laughs> the three of us? Yeah, I'll kill Faisal. Okay, yeah. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Come on, man. You gotta understand. Bro, you're bro. half my size. I will rip you into half. No, you won't. You're already, you're already half. Bro, you won't even see it coming. You're bro. still like concussed and shit. You see me on top of you choking the shit out of you. Bro, you'll need a ladder to get up there. No, not if you're laying on the floor. Also, we're what, two. you're gonna seduce me? Faisal, <laughs> <laughs> baby. Do you need <laughs> Face a lie down, you look tired. No, I'm not tired. Shh. <laughs> just go to sleep, man. But anyways, let's go to your topics. All right. You don't seem to be on board with this one. <laughs> All right. No, you said you got no, some. That's an interesting question. <laughs> but I don't think, like, when has it happened where people. Oh, this happened, actually. Like, people killed other people to, to, well, to survive? They said, according to Faisal, they said that the people died, then they ate them, but there's no way to prove they killed them first. Question. What if you were found legally? Are you liable for killing that person? No. no. I mean, obviously, you're not gonna. What? No. 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 So, no. 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 So uh, let me explain. You, you'd, right? be you'd be brought back to your country. Okay. Let's say it was the UAE. He's a resident here, right? Mm. Yeah. You killed him and you ate him. Okay. Then you were found a month later. They brought you back. You survived. Where's Kurush? Prove I it. killed him. Prove it. You can't. You won't. Prove it that obviously, I you won't him. say it to ever. You say so he died. He, then I ate him. What if he did? No, no, but you can't prove it. If I killed him, okay. No, they'd find his body. They, they would. Yeah, yeah you found his body. I say he died. They would I know how him. he died, though. Yeah, From no. If I ate him, where, where the fucking no? Is, uh, but they no, like, give so, the full story. Yeah. No, so okay, so I understand what you're saying. You see, the point well, in, in the previous uh, podcast we were talking about a true story. The movie's called Argentina. Okay, it's about a football team that was flying through South America. They crashed into the Andes. Which was a very high mountain range, and when they crashed, the f it was the full football team with the coaches. Um, a percentage of them survived, right? And it was very cold up there. They had to rip off literally the seats to make clothes and to keep warm. And people allegedly, people started dying from their injuries. Some started starving, and you know they had to pass. And there was not enough food because they would go into the snack bar that was on the plane, but it ran out. You know there was only biscuits and some meals that were there. Yeah. And they were there for a while because they couldn't go down the mountain because it was too much snow. So apparently they started taking the bodies out that were in the plane and started burying them. Then one of the guys said, look, we're not going to survive out here. We need to eat them. Some were not on board, some were on board, but they did do it. And, and, and had, like, I'm not sure how many of them survived, but they talk about it later. And they said that we had to eat our teammates. So I came up with a question and said, you know, how much like how do we know if that was really the case or they had a fight because they were starving and one of them was hit or what you know whatnot and they actually ate ate the person because they needed the food and that's when the whole discussion came out you know mm. I don't think that if you're in a survivor situation and you know you survived it and it was I'm I'm sure they review the whole thing and say did you have to eat the person you know uh, what was the proof that he died of natural causes if you attacked him you know I don't think you have I don't know how it is now, but from what I knew before, it you don't get criminally charged with it. It's it's a very circumstantial kind of I thing. I think now you do because they will interrogate you, and if your story doesn't match up with someone else's, if I'm the only person, you might be held liable. Yeah. But if I'm the only person, then you're the only person. Yeah. Also, this probably hasn't happened in your country. Like you're playing the most probably crash in someone else's country, then they send you if to a your fly. Emirates plane crashes. I'm surviving for a year, bro. <laughs> like, look at the, look yeah, the, the food is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Depends how full the flight is, and also if you crashed after they serve the food or before they serve the food. 
That's that's very important for him. He's gonna rip people's stomachs open. Yeah, <laughs> yum yum. But yeah, so you're not on board. No, but, but no, no. But this was this was a while back, and it was hard for rescue teams to find them. And you know, uh, now with technology, hopefully it will. I mean, it's it won't still be hard. A black man, box. Dude. There's a black box on the plane now. The well, I mean, the black box in the MH MH170 never was found. And that thing apparently, like, so just comedians. That's like supernatural, though. That's different, I think. It, there's no way of it being supernatural. It's more of someone turned it off. Yeah. So, you know, it, it didn't crash down and, like, it hit a rock and turned off. But it's not easy to turn it off. It's, it's no, no. If, is, if an engineer is there, they know how to turn off. There's a way of doing it. But they say, like, survival before was that if you ever find the tail of the plane and the plane crashed and land, you're most likely able to find. They will find the tail first because that's usually where the black box is. So at the end of the plane, yeah. So like black people Bro, at the end of the bus. Type of do you know what's even funnier? Black people at the end of black box. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is that you know there was even a study showing the probability of surviving on a plane is actually the further back you are, the higher or, chance yeah, of surviving. The worst the part is the middle. Super front and super back is safe. Safer. I heard only the back is the safest. No, it's usually because most of them snap from the middle. So if you're in the middle, you're kind of... So business no, no, class, first, uh, the first. more front you are, the more likely you die. That's what I heard. No, no, no. Middle is the most dangerous part. Then it's the front, then it's the back. Because there's the pilots that go first. That's what I heard. Oh. Well, I mean, if the plane's going like this, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's like that. If the plane's going like this, everyone's dead. <laughs> but but MH-170 is a terrifying story. It's yeah. There's a documentary about it. Yeah, I, I watched it and... Don't, the, don't, I'm, I'm still on episode one. No, but there are many scenarios. There's three scenarios they talk about, and all are equally as terrifying. So. Well, now we know that if we crash all four of us, he's gonna snitch. They didn't <laughs> you know, find like, right? coming hmm? for you. No, who's gonna snitch but, too? But we killed everyone. You know what was crazy? That their phones one week later were still ringing. Nah. Yeah. Their phones were ringing. So if they were, t- so they believed that the plane went th- three different routes, right? Either they believed that actually they were taken by people. Hijacked and brought obviously to, hijacked, yeah, to Vietnam obvious. or something like that, where the plane was uh, removed. Or the scariest part was that it went to the like the the dark, the loneliest corner of the world, where it went all the way down the Indian Ocean and like literally just flew until the engine stopped and it just crashed in an area where there's no land. And the phone signals worked there, bro. Exactly. I barely get phone signals a, in a mall. No, no, no there that, is no phones. Bro, you go well, in Dubai. The phone was Dubai they were ringing. They were ringing. You see videos of when they were going because Malaysia Airlines had to do damage control. So every <laughs> week they'd give an update, and what, at the updates you see people shouting, "Is phone still ringing?" A week later, meaning is that shit's being charged. <laughs> yeah. By the way. Oh yeah. What phone are they using? Yeah, but. But that's that's that'd be a like good Nokia, sponsor. Like, like, Nokia, yeah, Nokia's won't die. That'll be a good sponsor. iPhone, like, Samsung's will. Not for a week. General phone. Not, no touch screen. No, so it's phone. being charged. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it has to be charged. They are alive. But that's crazy. Honestly, if I was a phone company, I'd make that into an ad like right away. If you want to survive, <laughs> we got you for one week. You didn't find your father, but you did find his phone. <laughs> it's like there. <laughs> Survives. Let's get back to your topic. Yeah. 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 So also unquestionable things. There's, there's, have you heard of a guy named Adam Arkon? No. So he claims to be a traveler from the year 2045. Okay. Some leaked video on YouTube. Very long. A couple, a couple of them. He answers many questions about how 2045 will be. Like um, he says how humans have chips in them. That's how the future is like. In 2020, uh, 2045, 
and the world will be ruled under one law. So it will be the world order is going to come. And how we will come in contact with aliens officially, the public officially come in contact with aliens in the year 2028. Uh, what freaked me out the most is he was hooked on the lie detector test. And every single, an- every single answer he gave was passed. He did not lie on any question. And he would give very quick answers. Like he would... Like the the interviewer would ask him the question, he would immediately confidently respond, and the lie detector, no lie detected, on every single um, um, uh, question that was asked, a proper polygraph examination. What well, did he like say anything that was relevant to our time that could have been proven like within yes. like three months? Yeah. Like what? See, you know? the video is old. Video is kind of old. It's not. It's not very recent. Okay. He said that in like, in our times, the times that we are in right now, they will slowly start to push, uh, alien, alien life, how we will come in contact with them. They will slowly start to push this and that, and then when it becomes official, is in twenty twenty eight, where they will come in and we will all see them and we can contact them and we can speak to them. That's... Where is this person now? Uh, his name his name is just Adam Arkon and his face was blurred during the interview. We don't know anything about him. I mean, that's a very prized possession. If the guy traveled through time, yeah. was he one unable to travel back? That's for one. Two is that if it's that like No, he yo, wants to stay here. Because he wants to stay so here. So how bad is twenty forty? Because he says there are some things that I cannot answer because the butterfly it would change the, Yeah, the butterfly effect. It will change the future. But he says he's back here to fix many things. Also, pass on a lie detector test. No answer he gave was a lie. Yeah, but lie detector tests from can what I understand. But they are ni- aren't they 98, 99% accurate? And every weird. single answer he gave, which are like more than 50 questions. To be fair, if he has... He couldn't lie on one. No, but but you can actually train yourself and the CIA can do it. You can train yourself because they look at your heartbeat and they look at the irregularities. Yeah. Of, of when you're asked a question, you actually, if, if you're a liar, at that moment, your your heartbeat changes because you think about the bringing up the lie. But one example is that if you go into a polygraph test already with an elevated heart, you can actually keep it very constant. So right? I just looked it up. Yeah. Basically, a lie detector test uh, doesn't detect a lie as in like a mental response. It's more of a physical response. So if you are calm at all state like at the, like one thing about like for example psychopaths like there's no not a lot of emotional response in their responses yeah so if you ask me like did you kill this person no do you love this person no do you this and this no mm. so there's not a lot of there's not there's no it's Change not about the emotion it's about the physical so physical meaning well you're attached to like six wires on it doesn't matter no, no, but those my wires- heart rate and my like at the same time you can say brainwaves and there's no like spikes ECG, in it. Right? No, there's no there's no spikes. Yeah. If there are no mm-hmm. spikes, therefore, I can lie to you with a very calm notion of any any intention of behind any answer. Yeah, but what if I'm not saying this is I'm, yeah? But like, what if this video was recorded a few years ago and he said stuff that has come true? No, but has he said anything that's come true? He yeah. said yeah. What? 
So we're we're coming and we're slowly going to come in contact with aliens, and they're slowly going to leak footage and slowly going. But to wait, no, no, no. But during 2021, 2022, 2022 and plus, and onwards. I think the first. They also talked about what will happen in 2024. So we can't. But he was so specific about the year 2024. So we we will only find out next year. No, but that's but that's the thing, you know, Ibrahim. You have a lot of these people that come out and you see. The, I can say to you that in the near future, yeah, there will be videos leaked out of. More alien sightings and more this, but you've seen like UFO doesn't mean it's an alien. UFO is an unidentified flying object, right? Yeah. Uh, so it could be anything. You even have you know an Area Fifty One, Area Fifty One, right? Yeah. You have these uh, military planes that are used, and no way the public is going to be able to see them. But the thing is that they use them for tests. But people already go like, oh, it's aliens. So I mean, unless there's something concrete where he says, by the way, but. Uh, Even by saying <coughs> Trump is going to win his election in the first time, it's a twenty twenty like like it's a it's a fifty fifty chance if you were close to that time when there was only two candidates. But if you were to say something like, okay, first of all, we need to know exactly when he made these statements, yeah. which year it was, because if it's you know, say the name. It's it's like it's like me saying to you, Ibrahim Adam Arkan, Ibrahim in the next in the next ten years, there's going to be increased sightings of ghosts. There's always sightings of ghosts, but the ones that make it to mass media are, are the. But ones he was very see. specific about the year 2024 with events happening. We could, we we will we will be able to because he talked about a war. I think. I guess we got to watch the video to see yeah. exactly like what. But specifically since we, said. we talked about ra- uh, aliens, and oh, UFOs, I got something ready for you. Well, for let's the alien. jump in. You want me to go into it? Let's jump in. All right. We could talk about the Congress hearing on July 26. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about that as well. But this story actually takes place in 1996. Uh, the documentary I took these notes from is called Moment of Contact. It came out uh, a year or two years ago, but this guy, James Fox, who's the interview, the director, and all of that, he's been researching this for 10 years. So there's this story in uh, Brazil in January 1996. Uh, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, called NORAD, tells the Brazilian Air Force authorities that there's a UFO flying over the city called Virginia. But this guy goes and interviews everyone in that city. And basically everyone there, not everyone, but like the people he interviewed, they all have stories of this alien spaceship crashing, them seeing the aliens, and then the military coming over, closing the area and taking the aliens away. And you, I'm usually the type of person that would call bullshit on this type of stories, but... He interviews a bunch of people that at the time were 14, 16, and even to this day, they have nothing to gain from sharing the story. And you can see that like people who have never met each other, they have like similar uh, things they say about how the alien looked like, what it smelled like. And there's a lot of weird things around it. And then this in coincidence with what happened yesterday, the US confirmed that they have aliens in possession or alien spaceship and all of that. This... This seems like, I don't know, pretty real to me. But uh, so the, the way the documentary takes place is he goes and interviews different people and their perspective. Majority of them, for example, there was a farmer couple that saw this uh, sphere looking uh, UFO flying very slowly with white smoke coming out of it with a really bad stench and it looked like they're in trouble and they just see it coming and it's like moving really slow and then it goes a little bit distance away and crashes there's another guy that was driving a road nearby 
that sees this plane crashing. So he goes, uh, he goes to the site and he's like, it's a circular sphere size of like a school minibus. And everything around that, it crashed in a grass field and the full grass field was like burnt, basically like a chemical burn. Mm. And he was talking about this very, very bad, like sulfuric, uh, like piss smell coming from it that he was like, even if I wash my nose for days after it was stuck in my nose. But the most impressive part of the story that uh, I came across in this documentary was that there were these two girls, uh, Liliana and Valkyria. I don't know if they're saying, I'm saying their names right, but they were 14 and 16, one of their friends, and they're just walking in this area and they see this creature sitting in the corner looking like it's in a bad shape, like it's injured or, and the way they described it is like uh, a being with uh, foot with three fingers on it massive red eyes and barely any mouth and it had a very oily skin that's how we evolutionize like, that's fucked up bro we lose well, we lose two fingers from each hand that's I mean, the thing we don't know if it's like don't know us if in the future or not aliens are not but the crazy part of the story was that they see they see this creature whatever they run away their kids they're scared three hours later the military shows up and when they show up uh, so basically this alien spaceship throughout the story you find that there was two aliens on it one was dead and one was running away. One military guy tackles the alien, captures it, and puts it in the back of the car. And while he does that, everyone can see that he has like this like weird silicon gel on him and everything. The days following, he gets severely infected and he dies from it. No doctor can solve it. No, no one knows what happened to him. And the doctor is in the documentary. The military people are in the documentary. And everyone talks about like, it, you can follow the story throughout like different military personnel that saw it in different military stations and all of that. The, the dead body, the, the, the alien, they put it in a box and then they talk about how a US plane came like a secret COVID, covert mission, came, flew to this area that they were doing testing on the aliens and they talked with the scientists and everything. And then they just took the aliens and disappeared. This was in 1996. Wait, uh, what? So, no, no you go. No. I was just saying, like, was the guy who tackled the guy, like, as in, like, skin-to-skin -skin contact? Or was yeah, it like so, like, he basically, the depiction was that he carried the guy. Oh, okay. And he, like, arrested it, like, whatever. <laughs> arrested? <laughs> I don't know what's the That's term. behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> Three fingers. Like. Yeah, so, but there, were, there was skin-to-skin -skin contact. So basically. the documentary you talked about was what year? Uh, this came out two years ago, but this guy has been going to that place and trying to convince people to come forward for the past 10, 12 years. And all of them have stories that exactly that day that this happened, within that day or the following days, some people that were foreigners came and offered them money. They said that you can have this money, you just have to go out of Brazil and never talk about this again. Yeah. Some people rejected it. Obviously, the people who didn't reject it didn't make it to the documentary. Mm -hmm. But then this is like people who haven't spoken about this for 26 years, 25 years. They come out and they're talking about it for the first time on this documentary. And it's honestly, uh, I don't believe in this kind of UFO shit, like this type of story. I believe UFOs exist, but this was the most convincing one I've seen to this day. And there's like a history of, the, they went over it. There's a history of, well, how many is that? One, two, almost every 10 years, there's multiple accounts of UFOs over Brazil from the military and the government approved it. This story, the mayor of that city approved it, like they believe in it. But there's just stories from 1957, 1968, 1977, 1986. This happened in 1996. Why Brazil? We're not sure. We don't know the reason like for Neymar. it. Like Neymar. 
<laughs> no, but the, they put the seeds down. But Kurosh, do you believe it? From this documentary, yeah. Because honestly, I would say that, you know, there's been a couple of documentaries out there. Like Discovery Channel did it very badly. Mm. Um, they would hire people who are historians, actual eyewitness accounts of the Megalodon. I don't know if you know the Megalodon yeah, shark, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they would show videos and like, this is a true video that was shown like this. And then years later, they found out that the Discovery Channel was was fabricating these things to just boost viewings. I, I, right? I tell you why I believe it. There's multiple reasons. One is it's not a massive production. It's this guy that decided to make a documentary with like, uh, I mean, he's a known guy, but not like that known. It's not a Netflix documentary or like a massive organization. Second reason is the people in it, there's interviews of them 26 years ago. There's interviews of them now. Mm. They're in a poor economy. Like they're not gaining anything from sharing the story. You can see the emotions in them, like uh, the mother of the two kids talking about how they drove back there and like all the emotion. You can see all the tears and shit. And they don't look like they're like fucking Oscar winning actors. The last reason is the truck that took the alien uh, body from that city to the camps to then later on whatever happened to them. One of the drivers, they find him after 26 years and they go to interview him. When they go to interview him, he is super defensive. He doesn't want to talk about it. And he's like, if you guys keep following this, I have to shoot you. So I don't know. To me, that's... He was an American or Brazilian? No, Brazil, everyone Brazilian. Okay. But that's the most incredible, like most... I, don't know, I can't say it's 100% real, but from every other bullshit UFO thing I've seen, this is the realest one. Well, it does make sense because, but I have, I have, I have something that I can argue with because okay. I don't know if it's true, but the U.S. government, as per yesterday, told us it's true. They held, they held a hearing, uh, the government, and they confirmed multiple things. Like they confirmed that alien ships did crash multiple times, and these were actual testimonies it's, that have been it's confirmed. It's former, yeah, the former former CIA. Yes, yeah, is no. it CIA or Central? Um, Central Intelligence, which is CIA. Central Intelligence Agency. CIA. Yeah, but the CIA is not considered a part of the government. No, he was. No, but I'm not sure. But but it's it's not the government. It's a guy who used to be a part of the of the CIA who has come out under oath saying that these things are real. Because the government hasn't the government yeah. hasn't yeah. acknowledged it. Actually, so he confirmed that. Sorry, before you go on, yeah. 2019 uh, New York Times, they went through classified document from years ago that got unclassified. In the U.S. military, these are documents from the military that proves that aliens... Astral projection. Yeah. No, astral oh. projection, another Something type else. of document. Yeah. But they all came out as a bulk, yeah. Yeah. So as per the hearing that was held yesterday by the U.S. government, they, con they confirmed alien ships have crashed multiple times. Non-human pilots were found. That's what they said. And some were alive after the crash. Some died. But some the ones that were alive were taken and interrogated. And they also... The 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 non-humans, the creatures, did not answer many questions because they said they told the humans that you will not be able to comprehend or accept what I'm about to tell you. Because their level of technology is fifty thousand years ahead of ours. We will not be able to comprehend what they will tell us. Because then the interrogation person asked them what is about where do you come from and what what do you where, where do you live what do you guys do but my point of the like how do i how i can argue this is have you heard of the project bluebeam no 
Project Bluebeam. No. So the Project Bluebeam is a conspiracy, but it's so likely because it, it achieved its status in 1994. It is a book that is written by a man, French man named Serge Monast. Uh, and in this book, I can brief it very shortly. He says that the United Nations and NASA uh, will unite one day, and they want the whole world to unite and and uh, and uh, worship one false religion. They will plot a fake alien invasion. Listen, this is from the 80s and 90s. This guy wrote this book. They will plot a fake alien invasion, and they will call it the Project Bluebeam. Uh, Project Bluebeam. One day a god will come and he will fight these angels. Uh, angels, sorry. Aliens. They will, th- these aliens. Ali- aliens. And we will believe that this is the real god. And then that's how they will unite the whole world and we will start to worship this god. Now, if we link the US government's hearing from yesterday to Project Bluebeam, could Serge Munast actually be right? Is this all real? Um, there are non... Yeah, Okay, if aliens do exist, they are ahead of us by 50,000 years, more advanced than us in technology. What do they want from Earth? They already know what Earth is, if they are that advanced. Why do they come here? And how ba- how stupid could they be to, the, to actually crash? Right? So the, the, error the, happens, right? the theory 50, is... 50,000 years of technology ahead of us. No, the theory is that a lot of the alien... Uh, like seeing like seeing the aliens started after our access to nuclear weapons and the theory is that and a lot of the sightings are near uh, cities that have uh, nuclear stations so people some people believe that uh, it is to protect us from destroying ourselves that's where the theory comes in that these aliens are us from the future are p- trying to protect that timeline that leads us to them and not destroying ourselves you know when they say like the the ocean is like 80 to 90% undiscovered, yeah. right? So basically they say that I, I wish I could find out like where the source was, but I kind of like forget it now. But like uh, they said like a lot of these like crashes of like aliens and everything or like landings, not crashes actually specifically, it's mostly specific to towards like landings and like alien sightings that they actually come do come here. But where they go is actually the ocean. Like you're talking about fifty thousand years of uh, technology advance. So imagine. Are you talking like, about the firmament? Firmament. I don't know. What they that go is. in the ocean. Like they, with no sound or, like, legit. Just like imagine, like passing through air. They like go into the ocean, and that's where they go, because when there is an area where it's undiscovered and humanly impossible at the current moment for us to discover and explore, that's where they go. And we're not, when you were talking about aliens, we're not talking about the same species as us, not breathing oxygen, not needing oxygen, not any of that, not looking at the same as you and I. We're not talking about the green guy with the big black eyes. Like we're talking about like, we don't Actually, know. Actually, the funny talking. thing is in this one, two things is that everyone that is talking about this encounter are saying that the spaceship, is, the spaceship had no sound. But also when they encountered the creatures, the one, if we're taking their words for it, is that they look like they're uh, miserable from the sun. So mm-hmm. like they can't handle the sun. Yeah. So that conclusion makes sense that first of all, it has no sound, but also if you're going deep underwater, 
then no the light. sun is not a, not the issue. The, no light so can then, reach. Yeah, that could, so but that's the thing. Space itself is void of light, so it would make sense. And yeah. the, the thing is that here, when you talk about, uh, I mean, the Earth is covered seventy percent of water, so most likely where a ship would crash or land would be in water. It would be in the water, And yeah. uh, it has the same properties of you being in like space, right? Your gravity, oh. gravity is less in water. So if aliens have a smaller um, structural... Even if you were inside a submarine, gravity is less than water? No, because in you're water? not surrounded in the water. If you, if you are submerged in a substance, gravity doesn't affect you as much as... Why do you think astronauts, when they train, they train in water? And also what you're saying is that you're thinking about a submarine, which is a human technology. No, no, but it's it's covered with air inside it. No, yeah. I'm saying no, no, but it's his, covered with air his, inside it. No, but yeah. his assumption is that like a submarine is a man-made around. submarine. He's saying that inside a submarine, you'd be the same as not having gravity, which okay. would not make sense. No, no, no. I agree with that part. I agree with your point as well. But I'm saying we're not even talking about a submarine here. We're talking about a UFO and like alien technology. Talking about what you, but based on you, or like what even Kurosh is saying, 50,000 yeah. years of technology ahead yeah. of us. Yeah. So, we're not talking about something like that. Imagine like the UFOs are like filled with water. That's how they survive. That's how they function. Yeah. Whatever it we're is. It's so primitive to these things, man. Like, it's, it, that's what they're saying that like a lot of these stuff, like as we can even very easily miss, they're going into the water, the oceans. That's undiscovered. Like, what do you know when you go down that, which we don't know? that that's that was like one of the i was like holy shit actually there was a guy uh the guy who comes on rogan a lot about like he goes around like finding extinct uh, uh species something griffin i forgot his name for forest forest griffin forest yeah. griffin yeah he is doing a show now about alien sharks because he's now going to the ocean to find out like alien like like alien like species because they're not like any other yeah. And he's like really gonna explore the whole concept. But anyways, um it's gonna get stuck and not found like these billionaires. I mean <laughs> maybe maybe imagine the aliens would have also were making the sound. They were like, let's fuck with this bitches. <laughs> like we know the protocol. Like ding. Ima- imagine paying two hundred fifty thousand dollars per person to go inside the ocean, the maximum depths, to look at things On through a screen. A screen. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? That wasn't even the maximum depth. Where the Titanic was, was like not even mid-depth. Yeah, no, no. How primitive are we? Like they couldn't even get them out. And why would you pay that price to look at shit through a screen? No, 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 they, they, they paid the price to become the experience. They're a part of the Titanic now. Yeah, yeah. It's just like saying, it's like saying that like, oh, this club is so exclusive, no one can get into it. It's exactly that. I it's guess like, they just want to uh, say, I was that. Yeah, because one of the guys went to space or... Yeah, but the whole concept was like, oh, dear, you're even further from the surface of well, Earth when you're in that part of the ocean than like where you Everest would be. Or something. Well, you're living there for a very long time. You, you paid for that so yeah. living is enjoy, a enjoy having more like not. shark chump but yeah <laughs> Bro, more the, like you're there you think, the, yeah. you think <laughs> the, the submarine is ever gonna crack open and from pressure it did it did that's oh, what yeah, happened, that's what happened. Wait, 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 wait did you, they find no them? wait 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 did no. you no they found the ship I thought they died from deoxidizing. No, no, no. They imploded. It imploded. It, it imploded actually. It imploded. Also, oh, they they don't have heads anymore. No, they, no, they, got they don't have anything anymore. Bro, in in less than a millisecond. Oh, no, no, in less than a millisecond. Imagine like a nine mist. atmospheres crushing you. So basically, our atmosphere multiplied by nine, our gravity, all of that in a pinhole that when the crack started. Imagine that pressure coming in, so it sliced everyone up. 
and turns no, them no, into not, vapor. Not only slice, yeah, it turns into like pink mist, basically. Yeah. And yeah. they and they, and they found apparently they found body parts, some body parts that were intact. I'll be surprised. Should I go back to the whole little mermaid found the foot? <laughs> like, Damn, bro! She brought, she brought it to the ship. <laughs> they fucked. No, no, no. <laughs> it's my foot. <laughs> no, but uh, you had a crazy theory that you were you were. Gonna it wasn't a crazy theory. It was like crazy yeah, story. Yeah. So it's not really a consp- It kind of can be let into a conspiracy. Basically, there is something happening in the States called the Bohemian Grove. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think in the late 70s, 1700s, uh, this club, this club, let's call it, was created called the Bohemian Grove. The Bohemian Grove was basically an artistic liberal kind of a group where people would just go there, only men, uh, just to have fun. Music, art, it was about, it was mostly about artistic expression. Okay. In the early 1900s, a German cult called the Skull and Bones got introduced into that um, group. group. The Skull and Bones is known to be one of the franchises of the Illuminati group. Hmm known to be one of the franchises and when that happened it kind of became a political republican kind of a group a lot of ex-presidents go there they worship something called an owl god and like an owl statue owl is known to be the god of wisdom that's what what represents it Mm. uh president nixon went there and quote unquote, I'm not saying this myself. I'm saying quote unquote. President Nixon says the most faggy thing he's ever seen because they just fuck each other. And it's all guys. Two thousand six hundred members. Uh, only the that's leaders, a lot of fucking. That's Jesus. a lot of fucking. Yeah. Uh, basically, I'm gonna say this and then go to the skull and bones part. Uh, the Manhattan Project, which led to the atomic bomb, Oppenheimer, now screening on the cinemas, <laughs> is uh, is presumed to be founded there, where they it led to the Manhattan Project. It has all like basic. The, what are you trying to do? You're my shot. So if you laugh, I need to like say it. Can you imagine like you're saying they're doing all this gay shit, and someone goes. We should build a bomb. <laughs> Yo, that ass bomb. bomb. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, have a bomb. Can you imagine like they're like. A, Did like you fart on me? <laughs> they have like a huge, you know, gathering and they're doing all that kind of stuff. And guys, any scientists here? <laughs> no, there's a lot of scientists, politicians, and everything. We're like they're all there, and um, the whole the whole concept is that they like they bring in politicians there. And they compromise them. So the whole gay thing and all that is to like, basically, they Blackmail. say that it's, it's black. It's because like, if I know your secrets, you are loyal to this group. Mm. You can never like do anything other than we tell you to do. Otherwise, I can expose you. Right. If you fuck this guy and later on go against me, I'll be like, yo, this guy fucked him. Mm. Right. And then now you're exposed. So you never dare to step away from it. And the whole, uh, Skull and Bones thing is a whole like full on Illuminati and like with like crazy satanic fucking rituals shit that happens. Like they rob graves, they fucking like shower and shit feces and mud. 
they're like they're, for like the vitamin like what? no like it's like it's great like one of the part of the ritual is that Alex Jones the craziest <laughs> fucking conspiracy oh yeah guy uh, so the, you know who Alex Jones is right no you never heard of Alex Jones no so Alex Jones has been this guy from years ago that he would like go after conspiracies and everything to like discover them but then later on he kind of went like cuckoo crazy and he was talking about how the mass school shootings are all like actors in US and all of that and YouTube canceled everyone canceled him but this story got revealed by him 20 some 20 some odd years ago 2000 year yeah. 2000s when he yeah, when so he, he went to the actual he uh, sneaked into spot it. and he filmed it while they were praising the owl god and they brought up something like a baby like to like child sacrifice but it was like made of sticks but like that's part of the ritual to sacrifice a child and it's like fucking crazy like they compromise each other all the leaders go into it like the whole gay thing they is all not wore like robes and shit right like yeah. it's insane and also another thing is that it's not about like the gay thing is not because of the sexuality like because they all are like homosexual is because of the fact that like it's about dominance. So, like, ex-president, let an ex-president fuck you. So, like, you'll be initiated to go on to be oh an ex-president. Shit like that. Can you like imagine Trump fucking Obama? <laughs> no, Obama fucking Trump, actually. Oh, the ex would fuck the new? Ex would fuck the new. So, like, like to you go on next Trump fucked Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I am, but, like, I keep getting uh, I don't know. Like, do. Have you ever had vanilla ice cream? Bro, Bro, imagine I'm Obama like, putting Trump's hair. <laughs> Imagine Obama Just putting Trump's hair from. like from the back. Of the head. Oh shit! Where's this break from? If, you, if you've seen those videos of Biden, I think he's he's a map. <laughs> Have you seen those? Videos? Yeah, yeah. Where he, he smells he goes, children. He, 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 he goes to girls. Like, he, he smells goes, them. Bro, he bro, he, he goes, goes to a girl. No, he goes to a girl and like. Okay, just gonna. He like whispers in here, don't tell your mom. Like, <laughs> he goes like, don't tell your mom now. Like, yeah. bro, the videos of him sniffing children like it's so weird. He's a map. He's what the fuck? Don't, don't fucking give into his map shit. Call him a fucking pedophile. I'm making. Boy. He's a pedo. Yeah. He's a pedophile. Don't let. He's a presidential. <laughs> he's the big. He's a PP. But but before before we end it, guys, just think of this. Yeah. Coincidentally, what looks like an owl? What we were just talking about now. You aliens? just said it now. Aliens, big eyes. Owls. Our assumption. Owls. Of an alien. Owls. No, no, no. But the ones we've seen, like the ones you know, the videos. Gray, big eyes, you know, uh, white or Silence. whatever color. Silent, wisdom, a lot of wisdom. Maybe also the, lizards. Maybe. Therefore, the, Wiz- the whole lizards lizard people. Lizards look more like aliens. Actually. Talk to the mic. No, they no. But if you talk about if you, if you talk about the grays, right? If you talk about this, and if you even your examples, you know, food for thought. What if that? Uh, what is it called? That group? The Bohemian Grove. What if they believe in an alien? Because I mean, it's, they're ex-presidents and shit. They would it's, know. It's made up all like powerful politicians. Mm. Like you're talking about like a group of a franchise of Illuminati who like infiltrated and like made this whole Republican political group in the 1900s made from like a liberal thing. And then therefore now it's like made up of a whole, this whole thing. It's like a very like exclusive members and all of this stuff. So it's like yeah. insane. Like pretty crazy to think about. Well, on that note, Let's end this episode. Uh, thank you, Ibrahim, once again for, for coming me. and thank staying you. with us you anytime you want. Uh, if you want to say your Instagram uh, account, TikTok, all of that, we'll put it on the screen as well. Yeah. Uh, guys, make sure to check out all his social media accounts. Put him, uh, put him right here. All right. Put no, him on his forehead. Put <laughs> on his forehead. Yeah. It's gonna, probably going to be in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right there. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for watching this episode of the podcast. We hope that you liked it. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to like and subscribe and check us out on social media channel or social media channels as well. And we will see you next week. And thank you for the 1,000 subscribers. Okay. See you yeah. guys later. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.